With more than 4 million sellers on Etsy, how can creative entrepreneurs like yourself stand out from the masses and sell more of your handmade goods without wasting hours on social media? That is the big question, and this podcast is the answer, where you will learn insider tips and proven strategies on how to turn your Etsy side hustle into a full-time business, giving you the freedom to be your own boss, have time with family, and more time to create. Hi, my name is Jenny Hall, and you're listening to the Handmade Sellers Podcast. Let's do this. Hey, everybody. Okay, so today is Thursday, and that means I always go live, and I always ask a question because I want to answer people's questions that they are struggling with because the whole goal of being an Etsy seller is to make more sales. So today's live, I'm going to be talking about marketing. And I today I asked where people are feeling stuck when it comes to their online marketing. And I'm going to answer some of the questions that they drop. So the first question is from Samantha. And Samantha sells Paracord Supplies. And she says, how do I keep from being repetitive in my marketing posts? And so I want you to think, Samantha, when you're marketing, you are so deeply ingrained in your product that it's hard for you to step back from it to point out all of the benefits to your customers. So you're probably thinking about how to sell it when we're talking about marketing. You're thinking of, oh, this just listed, right? And you're just directing people straight to your shop. But marketing comes in so many forms. So the first is you have to be willing to show up. You have to be willing to put yourself out there, show your products, but also show yourself as a business owner. So you're going to be focusing on there's five categories that I like to talk about when it comes to marketing, especially on social media. Um, the first one is inspiration. So when you share ideas on your Facebook page or Facebook group, People are always looking, they're also looking to see who you are and what you like. So why did you get involved in Paracord? What's the coolest design you've seen lately, right? So you're inspiring people. Where are people using Paracord in their everyday life? I know that you make Jeep pulls, right, for the doors. And so where have you seen that? Um, have you ever been around town and seen someone do that and taken a picture? Like, this is really cool. But you have to inspire people to use your products and also show them what inspires you. So inspiration is huge. The next one is educating. So when you're thinking of marketing, educating is part of it. Why should they use yours? What's so special about Paracord, right? What can people use Paracord for? It wasn't until recently, probably two or three years ago, that I heard of Paracord. Um, we're not big into, um, let's see, hiking or camping. And um, I just didn't know what people used it for. So what can people use it for? And what's it made of? How is it so strong? Um, how many ways to design it are there? Some people wear it as bracelets, right? What do other people use it for? So you really want to educate people like, what's the point of Paracord? When, when did it come about? Who created it, right? How many things do you know how to make with it? Um, but sharing why people should use it, what the benefit is, that is huge for marketing. So all of those would be different posts. Another thing is social proof. So when you get people who send in photos of, let's say maybe they used it as a handle on their backpack or something or on their stroller to hold a hook that carries all their bags. Like, where are people using it? So when people send in pictures of using the paracord that you made them, post that. And you're celebrating your customers. So you're also letting people know how else to use it. So you're giving people ideas of what they could use it for in their lives, which is huge. Another one is market research. So 
in marketing, you also need to do market research. So your post could also say, hey, what have, you know, what are you seeing right now with Paracord? What do you want me to make next? When's the last time you've seen someone use it when they were, right? And you ask questions. But the biggest component for that is you're finding out what people want you to make. And then, then you'll do a launch. You'll be like, oh my gosh, 50 of you wanted this, this item, right? And then you show the, the how to, the how that you're making it, show the process, like, oh, I started it. Oh, it's going to be this big. Oh my gosh, it's almost done. And you build up to that launch, right? Five more days till this launches. I only have 10 available. That's all marketing. So those are all different types of posts. And then the last type of marketing would be sales posts. And I'm wondering if that's what you're just too focused on. And it's overwhelming because it makes you feel like you're just selling. And that's not what you want to be doing all the time, right? You want to be selling with all those other types of posts too. You're selling every day because you're selling yourself. You're selling your product. You're selling the benefits of it, but you're selling, they come to you, Samantha, because they love your creativity and the colors you use and how much you've helped other customers. They're coming to you. So essentially, every time you market, you're marketing yourself. So it's as business owners, we're so involved in our business and right, we're looking at sales, but really step back, take a step back. What do other people see? when they look at your business? And what are the questions that they have? Like, hey, Samantha, when did you start doing this? Hey, Samantha, when's the last time you used this? Hey, do you use it this way? Oh, do you have this color? Hey, you dye them? What's that look like? Can I see your dye buckets? Think of all the ways you could sell yourself because they really want you. They are not just buying Paracord, they're buying you as a brand. So I really encourage you to think beyond just selling and focus on marketing. Um, with inspiring, educating, social proof, market research, and then going for it and selling it the whole time you're really just selling yourself. Um, let's see. <clears throat> Caitlin Franzen, she says, how do I get consistent sales with my marketing? I do online craft shows. Some are great, some are misses. I tried Facebook ads with no luck and I use Etsy ads, but have a low conversion rate. I have a business page and a group. So, the first thing I see right here, Katie, is you haven't found the best place to show up. So I went ahead and looked, and you are three chicks with sticks. So you make a lot of crochet items. You do face scrubbies, and you do um, hand warmers, and you do mask accessories. So I encourage you right now, because like where we live right now, they just lifted the mask mandate, which is awesome. So the mask um, attachments in the back that you were selling, think about people might not need them as much right now, right? And so you might want to look at what's your next product? What do people want, right? Fall, winter's coming. What are people looking for? The hand warmers are beautiful, but can you add it on people, right? It's on that hand model and you have to get it on somebody. You have to have those lifestyle photos. And how, where did you learn? Where did you learn the craft, right? And so you get consistent sales by consistently showing up. And even though you're trying, um, right? You're trying those craft shows and some work and some don't. The whole point is you're being consistent and you're putting yourself out there. You're putting your products out there and you're getting sales. And then you're also learning which ones don't work, which ones don't have people show up, right? Um, which ones are just not your audience. All of that is working to help you find what does work, right? It's all about testing. Every time we're marketing, we're really guessing. We're guessing and then we're testing. And when we analyze what worked, how much money did you make? How much profit did you make? You look at that, and if it worked, you do it again. If it didn't, you step back, you try something else. You're doing the right thing by putting yourself out there in the craft shows. 
Um, Etsy ads, if they're not converting that well, I want you to look at what are they clicking, right, in your ads and what is selling. And if you're upside down on your ads, just turn them off. There are other ways to get seen and sold, right? Etsy ads are only going to get you sales if it's what someone wants, it's at the price point they want, and they find you with SEO too. And that first picture is click worthy. They want, <coughs> it grabs their attention, right? So if you're selling those hand warmers, I want to see a person holding a bag. Like it, it can just be from like waist up and she's holding her bag and it's just cold out and she's wearing a sweater and she has her hand warmers. I think that would be really cool. Or if you do boot warmers, right? Like the boots, the socks that come like above the boots um, that are, it's like, what is it? Sock cuffs. You have to think how people use what you make. Yes, you're making face scrubbies, but if they're just laying there on a white foam board, it doesn't tell me anything. It doesn't tell me, well, can you put it next to makeup remover? Like, what does it go with, right? And do they come in sets? Show it by a sink. What can you do to bring that to life? Can you show someone scrubbing their face? And then my questions are, how does it not mold or mildew if it's just wet? Um, is it a special fabric that kills bacteria? Is it made of bamboo? Like, what is it? That is special about it. So you have to consistently show up, but consistently test and keep tweaking and then move forward. It's not about trying it for a week or two and then stopping. And I think a lot of people do that. And then they suddenly think that their product's not good enough when really you don't have enough information to make that decision, right? So you have to look at what is selling and then you have to keep moving forward. So consistency, it all comes down to you. Anything in marketing, it comes down to you. How often are you showing up, Caitlin? How often are you getting on there showing people that you know how to crochet? How often are you showing them all your colors? Where's your studio? Do you work at your kitchen table? What are you making, right? Do you make coasters? What else do you make? Do you make beanies? And you have to get all of that out there to inspire people to go to your shop, but they're looking for something specific and you really have to ask them what they want. And I think that's gonna help your conversion rate on those ads too, because when you start doing the market research and seeing what people really want, then you take those amazing photos and then you get the customer photos. That is huge for social proof. And then you put that as your Etsy cover photo. You get something very appealing, right? And then you bring them to your shop. So I hope that helps. The last question is Anuja. Anuja says, how come the same two to three listings get 80% of my traffic on Etsy? So this is not specifically marketing through posting. She's specifically asking about SEO as marketing. SEO is about visibility. So it's not marketing as you're selling or you're saying, hey, this is on sale or hey, this is new. That is specifically about getting found. So when you look at Anuja, when you look at the same two to three listings, what do those listings have in common, right? Why? What words are in all of those phrases? How are they related? Do you see a theme behind those products and why they're selling? What can you make that is similar, right? Can you link to other items in your shop that are related to those two or three? So then suddenly people are looking at six or seven. How can you double that? Usually, so in my shop, I have like a hundred sewing patterns that I sell. And I think like five or six are my top sellers, but I know why. And I know why now. And so I know that the hoodie pattern, the ruffle pat, the ruffle pants, pajamas, like that's what people want. They want comfort and they want something for beginners. So they come to me for beginner sewing patterns and they want comfort. 
and they want it to be easy. That's why they come to me. So when I look back and I was like, well, I made a boy's romper, but well, it had buttons. Well, that's not for a beginner. So I can identify what is wrong with my other products and then move from there. So how can you identify what's working in those two to three products and then take those parts and put them together or look at trends from those that you're seeing that people are buying. Like look at what people are buying, not just what people are looking at, but what people are buying. And you go look for trends. Go to other stores and look what people are selling. Then what can you make that's better? What can you make that's similar colors, right? What about the color of the season, the color of the year? Like how can you change it? So that is giving you so much market research because you know what people are looking at. But I also want you to look at the conversion of each of those sales. So look at those items and I want you to convert. I want you to find the conversion rates of each item. So let's say they got you know, 10 sales and they got 100 visits, right? So that's huge. That's a 10% conversion rate. But if you're saying, you know, they get the most visits, so let's say, oh, they got 100 visits, but you only sold one, that's a 1% conversion rate. So you really want to know your highest converting listing, not necessarily your most viewed. I can have sewing patterns that get viewed a lot, but they're not, people aren't buying them as much as another item. Usually it's seasonal, right? And so are, do you have something that's seasonal that you can sell more of right now? That's For me, it's seasonal. What is it for you? Is it themes? Is it seasons? What is it that is going to get you there? So when it comes to marketing for you, I want you to really look at the words that you're using for SEO. I want you to look at the theme and I want you to go out and find shops that do the same thing that you do. Like go to real stores, right? Where people are shopping. And I want you to see what is selling and what can you make that people truly, truly want based on what they're looking at in your store. So, okay, drop any questions if you have them. I hope you enjoyed that. And just send me a DM if you have any questions. I would love to help you. Um, if you want me to look at a listing for you, just send me a message. And I'm just so glad you're here. Thanks, bye. Are you a handmade seller and creative entrepreneur who's ready to amplify your Etsy shop's visibility and sales? If so, then I invite you to join my community of more than 1,900 Etsy shop owners on Facebook called Etsy Sales and Marketing for Handmade Sellers. It's where you will get insider access on the latest strategies for writing SEO and for boosting your sales with simple and strategic social media marketing while surrounding yourself with a community of supportive entrepreneurs who are in your corner every step of the way. Join for free today by visiting www jenny-hall.com slash Facebook group. Thanks for listening and I can't wait to see you on the inside.